Hey folks, welcome back to my, the My Tech Decisions podcast. On uh, this episode, we welcome on Arthur Lazinski, the CEO of IT management software company Umnitsa. Arthur and I discussed the company's recent survey, which found that IT managers are having difficulty managing their expanding IT estate and narrowing in on blind spots. This is resulting in security concerns, poor visibility, and shadow IT. Before we get to Arthur, here's a quick reminder to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google, and Spotify to hear regular interviews with IT experts that can help you make the right decisions for your company. And now here's Arthur. Yeah, so Arthur, um, you know, we, we took a look at the at the study that Umnitsa put out. Um, you know, what should I talk to you about, about the, you know, challenges associated with, you know, this idea of uh, silo technology management, and, and how do you how do you actually define silo technology management? Sure. Yeah. So uh, first of all, thanks for having me, Zach. Um, the interesting part from the study there there was a lot of key points that we found, and having been in this industry now for quite some time, we've seen it evolve into this. So a lot of the findings were reconfirming some of the challenges that we've been seeing inside of these large organizations. Uh, one interesting point was that 76% of enterprises are using multiple systems for their key business processes. And the reason for that is, is because enterprise technology, which we try to define in really four, maybe five categories. One is endpoints. So these are things like end user computing, point of sale systems, which are increasingly becoming interesting endpoints. Then there's networking which can be physical firewalls, routers, switches, infrastructure, which both the traditional infrastructure that you have maybe on-premise if you're a large organization, but more and more infrastructure is becoming virtual, whether that's AWS, Azure, a combination. And then there's uh, applications, which always traditionally were installed. And that was really difficult to manage as well. You think about like Oracle licenses, SAP licenses. Uh, really anything that you install on your device themselves, even things like Microsoft 365 or Photoshop has been increasingly some kind of hybrid. And part, of course, of our enterprise now and big part and more and more is becoming SaaS. And every one of these technologies goes through basically the same process. You have to purchase it. You have to deploy it, which is assigning it to a person, a room, a location. Uh, you have to monitor the actual technology, understand what's happening with it, what has changed, what are the statuses. You have to secure it, which ideally is automated as much as possible so that you have remediation in real time. Maybe there's a patch that needs to be updated. Maybe the device isn't encrypted for whatever reason was and wasn't anymore, which can happen. Uh, Lost, stolen, all those types of things, of course, as well. And then the maintenance of the device, which is oftentimes how we try to do a lot of this management. It's like through ticketing. But the way that you purchase an AWS system is very different from how you purchase a physical laptop. And in a lot of cases, even on something like a laptop, you have your iOS vendor, you know, your, your Mac vendor, maybe that's a third party, maybe it's directly from the customer, or I'm sorry, from the company. But a lot of times it's more convoluted than that. Even in the United States, your West Coast purchases it one way and the other person, and the deployment is different and everything is different in these siloed systems. And so what happens is, and this is from the survey as well, is that 71% of 
the companies that were a part of the survey expressed increased risk of security breaches and the associated cost to that because of this. So an example of this is you recently had a company out there who was, I won't mention their name, but they were in the news about somebody taking PII data off their AWS servers. And it was a disgruntled employee who had left. And you hear stories like this all the time. But when you go down a level deeper and you try to figure out, well, what happened that this person still had access? The answer is, is that the information was siloed, right? Somebody got a ticket somewhere and they had to get one piece of their technology, their laptop, and maybe they did, that they had to get another piece of their technology. Maybe it was, you know, access to some SSO stuff. And then not everything is on SSO or not everything is ready to go. And you have people who want to be bad actors. This is uh, exactly the type of thing that siloed solutions cause. So how does IT solve, solve those issues and, and what are they doing? You know, um, you know what, is, what is IT not doing that they should be doing? Well, when you think about enterprise software in general or IT's role in enterprise software, it's always been to be the servicer of technology. So like for a long time, IT's role was to make sure email is up and running for everybody else. It's to make sure the ERP is running and up for everybody else. It's to make sure HCM, you know, human capital management system is up and running. But in the last 10 years or so, IT has shifted from being an internal service to having their own business object, as we call it. And that business object is technology. To keep the technology secure, compliant, audit ready, to make sure the experience for the customers or the experience for the employees internally is top notch, even the financial components of that technology, all has elevated IT into kind of a new status. So it's no longer just the servicer of all of the internal enterprise apps, IT has really become as, if not the most important business object. But unlike the other groups, like our go-to-market organization has one key business system, one single source of truth, and that's the CRM. And you run all your reporting, all your forecasting for publicly traded companies, as well as late stage privately traded companies through one system. Your human capital management, you don't have five systems doing payroll. How would you ever get that right? You have one single source of truth, and then you run key business processes on top of that. You move into IT, and you have a thousand systems of truth, and then you're confused about why you can't run key business processes off them. So it's clearly time for one single key business process system for IT, and that's what enterprise technology management is. So yeah, so let's talk about um, this this proliferation of SaaS, and um, yeah, I mean, I use I don't even know how many. I can't I can't count uh, how many SaaS apps I use on day to day. There's so many. Uh, what so what issues does that does that present to IT? Because they're like overnight, they're not gonna you know lose some some SaaS apps. That's not gonna happen. They're only gonna they're only gonna you know increase. We're only gonna see more of them. Well, we'll get you a subscription to Minitsa so you can get your SaaS apps yeah, on it. Sure. Um, ha- happy to do that. But uh, the reality is, is I-, I say this sometimes when we're talking to like, you know, potential investors or analysts, you know, I always say that if you think there's going to be less computers in the world, like we're probably not the company you know, to, to mention. But if you think there's going to be more, then, you know, we're, we're in a really, really good position. And the reality is, is that as you have more of these SaaS applications coming online, the challenge isn't so much that you 
don't want that many SaaS apps. That's not the that's not really the reality. They are incredibly useful, right? The reason we're using so many SaaS applications is because every team is finding them incredibly useful. What yeah. the challenge is, is that if IT doesn't have a centralized way of managing those applications, that's when you start running into trouble. And I think a lot of it we're finding, and these surveys have suggested, is that when a person is joining the company, they have a bunch of SaaS apps they think they need. And then when they start going through their process, they realize, I might not need this one. I might not need that one. And on one-off basis, it's like, it's not a big deal. But when you're running at 5,000 person, 10,000 person, 20,000 person organization, that starts adding up really quickly. And part of it is financial, of course. Part of it is the experience as well, because it can take time to renegotiate the contract. So those are kind of bleeding in with each other. Then a lot of the SaaS applications own PII data. So then you have this whole compliance and audit related thing that starts happening. And then on top of that, we've talked about this like disgruntled employee situation, but it's not always that. Sometimes it's an outside person getting access or some social engineering thing that we didn't expect. And when you don't have grip and you don't have visibility over all that, you run into some serious issues. And again, I think it comes down to the silos. Um, yeah, so, so can we talk a little bit about more about the, of those security issues? Um, mm-hmm. And related, I think, is you know how how does this you know silo tech management lead to to more shadow IT? Well, oh, pardon me. Well, you know, um, shadow IT is interesting because it's because you can't see it, it makes it even even more difficult. But the reality is, is that the challenge is really more of a process question than it is a technology question. It's a little bit like Napster. Like as soon as Spotify came online, like nobody was, because it was like the ease of use of it. But you make it really difficult. That's when people start kind of going out of line. And so I think our job as IT professionals is to create a really nice tight process to make it easy for people to use the applications. And it's not even about 100% coverage at that point, because if you have a good process, you'll be able to identify who's using what at what time because it'll pop up uh, in your central key business process system. You'll find those abnormalities. You'll be able to see where shadow IT is. So you have a little bit better grasp on it. Um, What I'm wondering and what, what this survey really showed us was that we might be in very early stages of technology becoming this business object that is managed in the same way our expenses are, or our customers are, or our human capital and our resources are. And what I mean by that is a lot of companies today are still thinking about visibility. So like you'll say, well, why do we need to get all of our technology under control? Well, it's for visibility. And what I think a lot of us were missing and what this survey really taught us is that it's not actually about visibility. It's about why you need that. Like we need visibility because we have an audit coming up. And if we don't pass that audit, our CFO is going to continue hammering down on the IT organization. Or we need visibility of our applications because we have some kind of financial difficulty. Or we need visibility of all of our AWS instances because we have real security concerns. And that underlying security compliance audit experience and financial components is what's really driving this visibility. And so I think that's where most organizations need to focus on is yes, visibility, but for what today? And then what are the phases that move on from there? How did um, the 
so I think, you know, SaaS was always, has, has been, you know, been, been, or managing SaaS apps has been a burden for IT for a number of years, but how did the, the events of the last few years um, kind of accelerate, you know, the need to get visibility into everything? Yeah. Well, you know, what's interesting is there's been more and more SaaS applications. That's n- not surprising to anybody, but it also has introduced different licensing. So like Microsoft 365 has a one user license tied to three machines. Mm. So you have a siloed SaaS application that only does SaaS and you have a siloed application that only does hardware and you can't manage Microsoft 365 because those two need to lap over. There's some applications that aren't even user-based at all. There's no SSO because it's by spend or by technology or whatever it is. So you can't use your SSO application to try to manage that because it's not based on users. It's not built on users. So to try to do these in different silos really perpetuates the problem. And I think that's something that the industry is realizing now. It seems really nice to have a lot of siloed solutions and you need them. Don't get me wrong, because you have to be able to run iOS via you know, let's say Jamf, if that's the best tool right now, or maybe it's Kanji tomorrow, you know, you have to use Tanium or, or maybe it's Intune, depending on the job, you're going to pick the right tool, whatever it is. And that's the kind of freedom that we need in the IT environment. But it only really makes sense if you have something tying it together. And I think that's where, that's where the major shift is happening. And I think it's a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Sometimes I say like, it'll happen, you know, whether, whether we're here or not, but you know, we happen to be here, so it's a good place for us. I mean, what's, I mean, f- for for the, the the C-suite that's making, you know, ultimately approving these, you know, technology purchases, um, you know, give me like the business case for, you know, getting a hold of these issues and, and solving them. You know, it's, there's a clear, you know, impact to the bottom line if you're, you know, able to, you know, eliminate, some licenses aren't being used and, and some, you know, user accounts that haven't, that haven't been touched, uh, you know, in years. Yeah. In, in order of importance and every organization is going to have different pain points at different times. So, you know, in the C-suite or the board level, there can be a lot of discussion around the, you just mentioned the financial component. We need to get our SaaS apps under control because we're spending too much money. There's a market dynamic that's causing us to really think about our spend, hone in on that. Some companies say, hey, you know what's most important for us is the experience. We have products that are in the stores. We might be a retail company and technology is powering all of our retail. And our customer experience is the number one focus for the C-suite. Other companies will say, you know what? Security. We understand the cost. We understand the exposure we have, we understand our brand image, we understand how much our company relies on that image. And if we don't have security under control, it's going to be a massive problem. We're willing to invest in that. Sometimes it's a compliance thing. Operational excellence and compliance and security aren't too far apart from each other. Like, you know, if you're going to do the work for compliance, it might as well be secure and vice versa. But that can be a major, major component of companies expanding special economic zones, which are very popular and very like in places like the Philippines, India, they have a lot of rules about where you can purchase in technology, can't purchase technology. That is a major driver for enterprise technology management. Uh, And then of course, the audit component where there's real financial hits, but again, 
can be security audit based, financial audit based. There's a lot of different reasons. So at the C-suite on the board level, the conversations are never about visibility. They are always about security, compliance, audit, experience for the customer or the employee and the financial component, as you mentioned. We think it's important for the entire IT organization from the top down to be very clear, why do we have this project and which one of those five reasons is important.